Ladies and gentlemen, as always, welcome back to the BB Show. I'm here. I'm your host, Beebs. I'm here with my co-host, Chen. As always, it's Prediction Thursday. We're feeling good for week 13. It's good It's good to be back on our normal schedule. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you would concur. But uh, we're happy to be here, and uh, we're just going to jump right in. Um, regarding Monday Night Recap, I don't really have much to say. It was kind of a boring game. Otherwise, I don't like Colts. Did lose, but... Uh, you know, it's Bad like, Ryan still stinks. Yeah, I mean, we all knew that. Like, this is <laughs> a revelation. In terms of recap, uh, at least yeah. they're actually competitive now. Like, they're scoring more than five points a game or ten points. You know, but yeah, yeah. yeah. One of our, uh, oh, let me put my phone on. Do not disturb. Sorry. One of our, uh, one of our, one of our core segments. We we ended up uh, having to skip last week because. Uh, well, we tweaked uh, just Thanksgiving, the holiday, and everything. We tweaked, um, and that being fantasy frenzy, and uh, this is one of my favorite segments. And because we missed last week, we get to just draft anybody. So for those who are new, fantasy frenzy is uh, we draft a team every single week, and we can't draft anybody who was picked the week before. But because we missed a week, now everybody's available. Uh, so we're going to call this mega fantasy frenzy, and so. Going back to week 11, which was the last time we did this, as a mm-hmm. quick recap, you beat me 160 to 136, which oh. puts the record at uh, you are four and three. I am three and four. Uh, I have 1,040 points and you have 1,009. So I still have more points than you despite uh, losing by 30 the last time we did this. So with that being said, uh, loser gets the first overall pick. And since we're diving, Right into the week 13 preview. Uh, I don't think this is going to surprise anybody. There's uh, one position that's more important than all of them in fantasy football, and that's tight end. And with the first pick, I'm definitely taking Travis Kelsey because I can't afford to go against him. Loser. He took my first pick. Oh, come Whatever. on. You knew <laughs> I was going to do that. Come on. It's literally, it literally when it's, yeah, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Like, if Travis Kelsey is healthy and available for the week, if he doesn't go first, uh, the other guy needs to get slapped Basic. because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm sorry in terms of just when it's a two man draft and you look at because I just want to get for the viewers. I mean, like, why is Travis Kelsey? Because one, he's a beast. Like, let's not get it twisted. There's a reason we're taking him right away. And it's the second of all, like the t- next tight end is probably projected like ten points lower. Like it's that big of a gap this year. So yeah. everything else you can kind of fill in um, and just kind of make your picks based on matchups. But, uh, yeah, I would say that's a great pick. Um, now I'm in shambles. But no, you're not in shambles. <laughs> I'm not in shambles. I'm not because uh, actually with my first pick, um, I'm going to go with the guy that's – I don't really want to say heating up because this is what I've really expected Ooh. from him, and that's Austin Eckler. Um, Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, no, this, he's a dude that – in terms of involvement, he's definitely the main dog. Their next best guy is Justin Jackson. He gets a lot of catches. Just even if he's averaging three yards of carry, he's still getting at 20 points. Um, so yeah, I love just being able to slot him in as that RB one. Good pick. Uh, I'm gonna grab a running back too. There's a lot of running back. It's just a lot of matchups I like across all positions this week. It's gonna be a star studded week. Uh, mm. And I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna draft the big guy coming off the 200 day performance, 200 yard day performance. Josh Jacobs, uh, 
going against the Chargers, poor rushing defense. Uh, two best players on the field are probably Eckler and Jacobs, and somebody yeah. else needs to get hurt. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with Josh Jacobs because he's just been a beast all year, man. I respect that. I really do. Um, he was definitely on my radar. I'm just one of those guys that one lightning doesn't strike twice, even though Josh Jacobs, I'm pretty sure is not only having RB2, a career year, it was like, yeah, yeah. I was about to say in terms of rankings, uh, this is nothing new, but I'm actually going to pivot here. I'm not going to stay on the running back train. I'm actually going to go with my guy that if you've been an avid listener, you understand. I love this dude. I have him on two of my teams. Oh, Tyreek Graham Hill. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick him later. And, Listen, with Tyreek Hill, um, they're going against the Niners, which I know on paper they have the best defense in the league. But I would say it's not really a weakness because of how good this defense is. I mean, they can get after the quarterback. Their secondary is not crazy good. I mean, Jason Verrett went down. It's not like as intimidating as a Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. Their front seven is what scares me, not necessarily secondary. And uh, I expect Tyreek to get behind them. So that's the logic behind that pick. Where that's are you going next? Pick. I'm going to lock up my RB2 here, mainly because there's a really good matchup out there that I just don't want you to have on your team paired with Eckler and Hill because I don't mm. know if I could, I don't know if I could beat you. And that's Derrick Henry against the Eagles front seven, who has been oh, really struggling. I've really struggling again. Now the hoodie comes off. <laughs> <I gotta start thinking. laughs> no, oh, the Eagles have boy. really been struggling against the run uh, lately. And this is, I mean, it's Derrick Henry, man. I think if the Titans have any chance of beating them this week, which I think that they do, uh, it's going to run through him. And so we'll talk about it more later when we get into our picks. But uh, yeah, I'm expecting big things for, for the Titans rushing attack against a weak Philadelphia front seven. Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, in terms – I would say in the run game, yeah, they're definitely, uh, for some reason, not as good as they should be. I mean, they got Jordan Davis, Nadal Gooding Sue, Linval Joseph. Those latter two are recent additions, but those big guys, you'd think they'd be a little bit better, but they're not. Um, in terms of where I'm going to go here, very interesting, very interesting. Uh, because I, I'm going to say this, dude, because quite honestly, if you pick them or I pick them, it's at the will of – is Sauce Gardner going to lock up Justin Jefferson? And I, I'm not I, quite I, sure. So I'm going to go with Devontae Adams because, oh. yeah, I'm really going to hedge the fact that hopefully they go his way and not Jacobs. And if that turns out, then I'm going to have a great week. But if it goes the other way, it's either going to be close or I'm going to get murked because Travis Kelsey is going to score outscore my tight end by 20. But, this yeah. Is true. No. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. true. I'm gonna play a little. I'm gonna play a little strategy here, mid draft adjustment, because uh, Devontae was my projected receiver one slash two with Tyree Kill for the week, uh, and you've got mm. them both. Uh, but <laughs> I've got I've got one and three for or, or three of the top two of the top three running backs I had already. I'm gonna grab my fourth of the top, my third of the, my top four for the week, um, if that makes sense to you guys. To for my, I'm gonna fill out my flex uh, just to make it a little tougher on you at RB two rather than going and grabbing a receiver because I think that there's a better running back available than our receivers. And with that being said, all that monologuing, uh, I'm gonna take Nick Chubb. He's going against the 32nd ranked Houston rushing defense this year. 
Uh, and Deshaun Watson's coming back. And I think there's going to be some rust on the wheels a little bit when it comes to Deshaun Watson. They're going to have to rely on good old Nick Chubb to get him his win in his revenge game against the franchise he came from. So I'm not expecting a pass heavy attack for the Browns this week. And uh, they'd just be dumb. If the Brissett was still playing, Chubb would be a miraculous pick this week. I mean, he'd be the number one. So, uh, yeah, this is not a dumb pick. This is a very safe pick. He's going to get his, and I think he has some 25-plus point potential if he can get in the end zone. Hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I, I talked myself not really out. Because it's who I'm going to pick. I brought up the fact of Sauce Gardner, but – I'm not going to lie to you, and I think every fantasy football fan can concur. If I have Devontae, Tyreek, and then Justin Jefferson in my flex, going into the week, regardless of matchups, I'm going to feel all right. And I think I just want to make you gamble on receivers, just like you're making me gamble on RBs. So I'm going to take Justin Jefferson. Hey, flex. Know, we'll scary. figure out the running backs down the line. Um, so here's that's a solid strategy. It's a solid, taking Jefferson off the board. Is I love the strategies, man. Strategy. I really do. We're basically uh, just so like here's, going north it, south here. Let me let me tell you where I'm at here with receivers because you cannot draft another one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> You're locked out. Um, where I'm at with receivers, and actually, I did just have a thought to grab my QB, which I might have to do. So let me think about that too. But I really like Jamar Chase this week against the Chiefs. I don't know if he's going to play, and I'm stuck. He should. I, I think he stuck. will. He's, he's supposed to limited. return. He's been limited, but but even if he does return, is he 100%? But Jamar Chase against the Chiefs historically is absolutely incredible. Their Burrow is 2-0, and and I think Chase has gone over 200 yards. Like I know for sure times. once. It might have been <laughs> times. Uh so we're gonna put that pick on hold here because uh, you can't. I can talk all I want about receivers, and it's, it doesn't matter, man. You can't take them from me. So I need to round out the rest of my team then to get the to get the edge. You know what I'm saying? To get the edge. Fair enough. Fair so enough. with that being said, uh, my favorite QB matchup this week it boils down to two guys, but uh, I'm gonna take the guy with the higher rushing ceiling, and he's been really good all year. But that's Jalen Hurts against the Tennessee Titans. So the 20 range, 28 range. 28th ranked defense against fantasy quarterbacks. Rushing potential, I really like it. He's been solid. Um, my other guy, I will name him after you pick yours, but he's not as big of a runner. So that's really the only reason I'm taking Hurts over him. Hmm. Yeah, I got Walmart, Jalen Hurts in my back pocket. Um, so <laughs> I'll, I'll keep that on deck. Um I got the receivers locked in. I got Eckler locked in. Again, going out for a tight end does make sense. Ah, man, I, I might regret this, but a lot of me wants – I'm going to watch tonight's game. It's Bills, Patriots. It's in New England. It's going to be good. You're going to take Ramondre Stevenson, aren't you? I think I'm going to take Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, like there might be uh, more safe picks on the board, if you will. And, you know, I know Joe Mixon's available. I just I got a feeling. I, I don't I'm I not gonna it. remember last year when Mac Jones threw the ball four times and they won the game against the Bills. That was against the Bills. Um 
Which so, is why Ramondre Stevenson's in a lot of my starting lineups, right? Yeah, yeah. Even if yeah. it's not a you know, yeah, exact it's a safe replica. play. It's a safe yeah. It's play December now. We're in south. December, so so yeah. yeah. Uh, with that being said, uh, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna wait till my last two picks so I can keep an edge uh, on the other positions and get who I want. Um, so I'm gonna take my defense here. Uh, we've both had very very good success picking against the Rams offense this year. Now, ideally, I'd like for this game to be in Seattle, but it's not. But the Rams have terrible home field advantage. So uh, I'm going to take Seattle's defense against the 32nd-ranked Los Angeles Rams offense. That just sounds weird to say after last year. That is weird to say. But as of late, makes a lot of sense. It really does. Um, We'll go with Mahomes. I was going to go with Fields, Walmart, Hurts. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Mahomes. I, I just – that shoulder, I, he's supposed to play. He'll probably be fine. But, hey, if you're going to benefit off Kelsey, I at least want some of the bread. So, uh, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. And That's how you beat me last Reese. time. <laughs> yeah, you can only hope. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to grab Justin Tucker. Denver's 31st against kickers. That's enough for me to just. It's Justin Tucker. I mean, <laughs> it's Justin yeah, Tucker. So let's, let's just be realistic here. I mean, the guy's probably one of the greatest kickers of all time. Um, as much as this pains me to do this, going to take Mark Andrews. <laughs> he's either going to be solid for me or he's going to need his usual like three. Uh, so. Yeah, just got to hope to not get three. Let's just hope for that. All right, so like, literally, man, it's like two or three weeks. Like three, then three and a half, 3.2. Like, I don't understand how you do that. And then get 20 in the next week. But, no, go ahead. All right, we're down to the last two picks. So, I got, I finally got to fill up my receiver position. I'm definitely <laughs> still undecided on Jamar Chase. And while you pick your next pick, I'll be looking at his injury report. I do love my hookups. You know this. I love I love double dipping, man. Love to do it. Hmm. And uh, E.J. Brown is playing the 31st ranked Tennessee passing defense. And uh, I already have Jalen Hurts. And Brown has been pretty solid for me every almost every week at this point in fantasy frenzy. I've had him. I've had him a lot, and uh, he's hmm. treated me well. I think he's yes. a fringe fringe top five guy, probably around somewhere between five and ten. Uh, Especially in fantasy, I'd have to look. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think this is a really safe play. He's going to get his touches. He's healthy. A.J. Brown. Yeah, and it's a revenge game. He's got the Titans on Sunday. Exactly. So, I didn't even uh, think about that. It's a great that pick. Always, it always bodes well. I think an even better pick is uh, the idea of Micah Parsons just, like, throwing Matt Ryan out of the end zone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the Cowboys' defense is going to slaughter this Colts' offense, in my opinion. If it goes any other way, I will be shocked, and I will definitely talk about it on this show. But uh, that, that's got to be one of the more confident picks of the week. Like, the Cowboys don't get over 10 points, at least as a defense. I'm going to be very upset. I might do something a little, a little too, a little too risky here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> hey, we I, it, though. I might just, I, I, what's the word for this? Is this, I mean, this is like, I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Sneaky, like dece- it's not deceptive by any means, but it's unexpected for sure. Uh, I, I think I'm going to avoid Chase. He hasn't practiced fully yet. 
Uh, he's been limited five straight days, including today. Uh, and he did have a hairline fracture in his hip, so re-injury is possible if he does play. I could live to regret this. He could go for 280 against the, you know, against the Chiefs, and I'll be mad. But uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is coming off probably the best game of his career, and he gets a prime matchup with the horrible Detroit Lions secondary. Um, I think Christian Kirk might be the play here. Wow. This is a really wow. cheeky play. I, I I think it's it, it's t- definitely risky. People are going to look at me side eye, considering there's a lot of big names still on the board outside of Jamar Chase. But I'm not going to pick Diggs on a Thursday night game against Bill Belichick. I'm not I'm not going to do that. Okay, I'm not going to pick C.D. Lamb against the first ranked Indianapolis secondary. I'm not going to do that. The only other guy that I really liked outside of obviously the Cincinnati wide receivers, but I'm not taking Higgins. Because if Chase does come back, he'll probably still get his touches, but his ceiling is lower. Uh, And I'm not taking – the only other guy I really liked – I'm not taking Keenan Allen because he'll get hurt on the first play of the game. So the only other guy at the top of the ESPN list that's there is Amon Ross St. Brown, who I very much did consider. But I just got a feeling, man. Sometimes you just got to go with your feeling. Go with your gut. So – you guys might be giving me the side eye for this one, and I might have to regret it, but we're going heavy on running backs. We're riding with Christian Kirk. Uh, he's trending up. I mean, well, even if he's not personally trending up, I know the Jaguars' offense is, uh, which leads to our final pick of the night, and this should surprise no one that's listening to this show regularly. Give me Graham Cano, man. This screams <laughs> five field goals game playing against the Commanders. This is going to end like 15-14. You know, it does like scream that. You need to get five, we get like three. So uh, I love it that does. It does scream. That's a solid. That's a solid pick. I, I felt a bit like being nice giving Graham Gano for the week. It's the Christmas. Hey, thanks, season. man. Because honestly, if you took him, then I was taking Justin Tucker. So I, I yeah. feel like our kick is top. It's the Christmas season. Got to be given. So yeah, I appreciate um, that, pal. You didn't give me else, Travis Kelsey, but, but that's all right. Well, there's, there's a line, man. Come on, now. <laughs> come on, now. Suppose, yeah, you don't give your friends yeah. the farm. You didn't but... give me Justin Jefferson, so. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, that 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 concludes week 13 fantasy frenzy. It's gonna be me with Hertz, Jacobs, Henry, Kirk, Brown, Kelsey, Chubb, Tucker, and Seattle versus you with Mahomes, Eckler, Stevenson, Hill, Adams, Andrews, Jefferson, Gano, and Dallas. So um our totals are off. We've only done seven weeks of this since week 13, so we've missed half the weeks, but who cares, man? It's it's not what it's about. So we will see yeah. how it plays out. Uh, the only guy going tonight, I guess, is Stevenson. So, interesting. Very interesting. Well, with that being said, that takes us to better or worse. Something that we uh, should do more of for football. Really should. We do it a lot for basketball, but we, we should do it more for football. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You got a guy in mind, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah I, I kept this a surprise from you. Yeah, yeah. Is, I like this. Yeah. So better or worse has been a hot topic of debate all time than Zach Wilson. All well, time. Somewhat. You'll see. You'll see. Okay. Okay. You'll okay. see. Uh, we'll start with currently. Better or worse than Zach Wilson. Russell Wilson. <laughs> um okay so heads will be russ tails will be zach 
And at this current time, it's Russ. But I don't know, uh, man. Zach's not hurting his team on the bench. Russ is hurting his uh, team on the field. Ah, uh, and yeah, <laughs> I, I would agree with that. I think the only reason uh, I flipped that coin over is ultimately Russ still has his job. And regardless if he should have it or not, I what? I mean, they both stink, man. They both like I don't even have to look at the numbers. I just know Russ has more bathrooms in his house and touchdowns this year. Like, you've got to be kidding me. There's gotta be a line in like who gets paid what. And we're gonna dive into another bad contract, uh, at least in my eyes and many others. But yeah, uh Russ for now. All right. How about Mike White? Mike White. Mike White is a living legend. The only reason he doesn't get played is because of his draft status. Honestly. Yeah, I have to agree. I have to agree. What about Joe Flacco? Still a hey, Joe Flacco one time was talked about as elite. Like Stop there's a reason. It. Stop. There's it. a reason Zach Wilson is literally inactive for games. Because if Mike White goes down as a I'm not a Jets fan, but like as a fan of the game, and I feel like Jets fans would love to see Joe Flacco. We saw better from Joe Flacco this year against like the Browns and whatnot than any point with Zach Wilson. This so that can be a hot take, but this Zach Wilson true. deserves to be QB three. All right. How about the battle of the benched quarterbacks? Better or worse than Zach Wilson, Davis Mills. I mean, you know how I feel about Davis Mills. He's the only reason he got benched is because the Texans are getting too close to winning games. They gotta make sure they lock up that number one pick. All right? There's no way Kyle Allen's better than him. And uh quite honestly, I would take Kyle Allen over Zach Wilson too. He's done more in a couple games than Zach Wilson ever has. Uh so yeah, this might be just a Zach Wilson trap fest, man. Oh, you're gonna have to find somebody. You're gonna have to find somebody that I can take All over. Right, I've been just, going easy. Oh wow. But let's let's stick on the Jets quarterback train. We're gonna transition from guys who are currently on the roster to, to some old, old some old household names, man. Starting oh, with the king of the butt fumble. Mark Better Sanchez. or worse than Zach Wilson, Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez, huh? Yeah, um, this might surprise people because Mark Sanchez stinks, but like at least he got he they beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Like, even if it was no credit to Mark Sanchez, I mean, I mean, Zach Wilson could not get points on the board when the finals the Patriots beat them with 10 points. And that last touchdown came at the very end. Like, I mean, it wasn't all the time in the world to do something. They didn't let down defense. Yeah, if you're an idiot, if you have no, <laughs> that's brain what he cells. said. Oh, that's I know. Like that. Like I've never. How? Like I understand. Maybe he was just upset and was just like, "I'll say." It. But how can you like feel that question? That. Just be like, "No, no." Like, if I'm up there, even if I like just play pedestrian and the final score is 10-3, I'd be like, uh, yeah, we need to come out and do a lot better as an offense next week. And personally, with the stat line he put up, I'd be like, yeah, I hope I have my job next week. Like, th- that is... Which <laughs> I resign. I'm, I'm but hurting the team. man. I mean, Zach Wilson <laughs> has been atrociously bad, and even the signs you see, it's like one or two drives. Like, you know how many quarterbacks in the NFL have like one or two good drives? Like, that doesn't mean anything. And this dude's been playing for many weeks. 
like seven or eight. Trevor Simeon. Wow. See, now we're starting to get things interesting. Oh, we're going to make this interesting. We are. I got a couple. Trevor Trevor Simeon. (laughs) I mean, to his credit, he put up 10 points last week. (laughs) Zach Wilson only put up three. And I mean, Trevor Simeon's a QB2. Zach Wilson's a QB3, man. (laughs) I'm going to take Trevor Simeon. Oh, my God. I was number two overall pick like two years ago. And hey, you know, Darnold was number three, and hey, we could we could have a whole Darnold crap fest. I mean, hey, it wasn't that bad this week. No, and you know what? I think he got some more hate, and I probably would not take Trevor Simeon over him. But the Jets just have this idea that if a quarterback is turnover prone in college but can throw the ball far, they're going to be good. And it's like, yeah, let's just keep taking Dejon Kaiser at number two overall. If that's what you want to do, go for it. But it just doesn't make sense to me. Gosh. Okay. Okay. It's Trevor Simeon taking Trevor Simeon. We're, we're going to keep going down the ladder. We're going to find somebody who's worse somebody has to take Zach Wilson over. How about Mr. Five Interceptions in one game? Nathan Peterman. Nate Peterman. See, that's where I draw the line. The fact that he still <laughs> bring his name up and he still has like a job as a backup. Hey, he almost started this week for the Bears. But what do they see? What do, what do you see in a guy like that? Every time he takes the field, you're just hoping he just get picked off. Like, that's almost as bad as Zach Wilson. Like, Zach Wilson, you're like, oh, maybe he can complete a pass. Nate Peterman's like, oh, please don't throw a pick. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I That, we found the line. And it's literally the bottom of the NFL. Like, he's he's close to getting out of there. Okay, okay. I might go lower though. I want to see where you go with this. Some mm. all-time names. I got How low two left can you go? You. I got two okay. left for you. Some all-time names here. Mm. Better or worse than Zach Wilson? Ryan Leaf. Ooh. I think I have to fact check this. I, I actually think like Ryan Leaf's career lasted like two or three seasons. And I, I do think Zach Wilson will last a bit longer than that. I don't think he's that garbage. He's garbage. Like, he's right. so bad. But Ryan Leaf, oh, I am so confused at how he got picked that high. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So, Zach, yeah, Wilson. Zach Wilson. So, you're no probably going to take Zach Wilson over Jamarcus Russell as well. See, the interesting thing with that. <laughs> the Chargers in 0102. I know they weren't great. There's a reason they picked that high. But like Jamarcus Russell going to the Raiders in 06 was like they there was a reason they had that number one pick. And I'm not gonna say they gave up on him too early because I've heard a lot of like off field, you know, in the film room, like just he was kind of a locker room, not fun to be around. Kind of like Zach Wilson. Right, and so that's where the line. It's like, well, let's look at the stats. And I actually saw like a Twitter post. Uh, Jamarcus Russell technically has better career numbers. <laughs> so <laughs> no way, I did he, not. Know that. Yeah. So I again, it goes back to: Is Zach Wilson going to outlive Jamarcus Russell's reign in the NFL in terms of career? Probably. I'll give Zach Wilson the edge for now. But you guys got to I, I, I might disagree close. with that. 
I might, that was close. I, I might go on a limb. I, I I don't think this is a hot take. I don't think we'll ever see Zach Wilson on the football field ever again. I and you know what, like in a starting capacity, where I is he going to go? Who's why would you want him as a backup? Well, we we said everybody, man. I mean, who wants Nate Peterman? And there the Bears go. Yeah, I mean, but but Nate Peterman many... costs you nothing. Zach Wilson is still on a second overall rookie contract. Right, and for now, I'm assuming the Jets are going to decline that option. You know, he rides it out. They don't find anything with him, and then he goes and signs it on with the backup. Um, I don't think I don't think he's going to get a backup role. I, I don't really. Really? I don't. Yeah, I mean, well, I just don't we'll see the incentive. He's the opposite of the kind of guy you want as a backup quarterback. Okay, Nathan. Okay, Nathan Peterman's a third string. I, I a third string. I, but like a guy like Trevor Simeon, a guy like Chase Daniel, Ryan Fitzpatrick, all those guys, like they're gonna take care of the football. They're gonna go in there and they're gonna turn minimally turn over the football. Fitz Magic was the exception, but he'd also make really good throws to like negate that. Sorry. Um, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo. But like, Jimmy Garoppolo is a good example. Yeah, yeah. and there, there's definitely more names on the list. And I do hear where you're coming from. I think the only reason Jamarcus Russell was pushed out so much earlier than Zach Wilson, I believe, will be, was because, because they, of the work ethic issues. Because and, they handed him a playbook and said, "Pick a favorite one." And there was, yeah. <laughs> there, or it was a CD. Said, it was like it was a CD. Like watch tapes. Like the it was a blank CD, and they're like. So how'd film study go? And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's all those blitz packages. And it's like, uh, no, I think you saw the donut packages. But, yeah, that's that's all right. I mean, look, when it, the, another difference is when Jamarcus Russell got drafted, they didn't have the rookie contracts in place. I believe his well, – He was like, the, the reason contract. for the rule change. It was like $70 yeah, million. Like, hours. Yeah, it was like six years, $70 million. And so, yeah, from that aspect, after like two or three years, you have to cut bait. And he – I mean, again, sorry for the dude, but got so out of shape like that no one even wanted to sign as a backup for the minimum. I, I think Zach Wilson, if he wants to play as a backup, will get like those minimum, you know, I, offers. I mean, I, Josh Rosen is still like technically in the league from practice squad and backup spots. Like, is he really? I don't because he was going to be who I was going to ask next was like, do we better than Josh Rosen? Is, well, yeah, just like even, uh, not. I think he's obviously better than Josh Rosen because he he did accomplish more. But like, just in the sense that like, is, is he going? Are we never going to see him again? Right, and, and that's a it's a very valid question that I I really don't know the answer to because I actually am under the impression that. You watch Mike White play. Like, I, I love people with the memes and whatnot, but, I, like, I'm not – No, he's actually like, good, man. Like, he's actually good at football. He's, I don't he's think he's going to really – for... They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to – even if they don't win a game, they're going to go in the next season with Mike White as a starter, in my opinion. I don't think it's controversy. I don't – No, they're because like, they're oh, not going to have a chance to draft – unless they're going to grab, like – No, this like late you know later like which i don't even know if he'll be i don't even yeah the way qbs are trending i don't think that's possible yeah, so Just, you know. they're not gonna have a chance to draft anybody who's gonna be better than mike white so why not right like why not yeah give him a shot no dude isn't the seahawks are gonna roll with gino like mike white is still i say he's not a rookie deal but he's in that like you know window of he's still young I like, honestly, a couple slip ups from here. He provides so much more to that offense. Nobody agrees with this take, but uh, if they have just rode it out with Sam Darnold, I think he'd be a solid starter at this point. I am not eh, a solid starter. Is we would have to see for sure. With but this I don't think team, they need 
No, I don't think like they'd be variables a, of like. Yeah, oh, I don't do think they still get Garrett bad. No, he was first off. He was like five times the quarterback in New York that, that Zach Wilson has been. And even Absolutely. when they picked Zach Wilson, I it was like his what going into Darnold's third year. I said that whole yeah. time I was like, I don't even think they need a quarterback. Like Darnold has shown enough flashes no. to like at least give him the third year and then decide because you put nothing around him. Well, and they replaced him with a dude that is the same like ideology of go for the big play, big arm. Except Zach Wilson is smaller, and we've smaller seen and not only be BYU. Yeah, like it, at least year. Sam Darnold was at USC, and yeah. uh, and to Zach Wilson's like just kind of discredit. Yeah, the BYU thing, but like he, he's just and from heard from reports, he almost lost the locker room, but he's lost confidence in himself. I've heard from multiple people that like I've, he's not. I've heard the take. Not there. I've heard the take that if not for COVID and like the way the college football playoff went that way yeah yeah. and like being at byu he played a couple games against some really bad teams didn't even play his conference coastal carolina was their highlight yeah that was like their big so like i basically the take is that if like it had been a normal year zach wilson would have maybe been like a third or a fourth round maybe a late second but like basically because of covid he just got massively inflated all we had to go on was his pro day and then, like, three months before the draft, the Jets were like, yep, we're picking Zach Wilson. Like, never considered anything else. Never, like, thought about oh. Mac Jones, Justin Fields, like, Trey any Lance. of the other options, right? They're going like, to hate that. It's just, like, it, it was just stupid, honestly. But, yeah, I don't think it's a bad oh. take. The idea that COVID just massively inflated his draft value, and, and then now we're seeing, like, yeah, you just don't draft quarterbacks who are, like, Bad go to bad schools who like unless they're like a sure bet. Like, does that make sense? Like, <laughs> like, no, like you look see at the Trubisky, signs, right? Like, like look at right? Trubisky, like, like, it was went to UNC. Like, well, yeah, and he was a one year starter. In uh, I don't like ever since the Mahomes draft, it feels like people keep trying to find him. And my problem with that is they look at Mahomes and they think of like reckless play style. And no. at times that can be true, but that's just not Patrick Mahomes. You can look statistically, he does not turn the ball over rarely, yeah. if at all. And the fact that they're just kind of letting these, oh, he's turned the ball, but he's he's raw. He'll he'll develop into that. that that's just not look at Mahomes numbers at Texas Tech. Like that they're searching for something. A lot of teams that is just not there. No, I think QB is so. Just, this is my hot take, and. Um, I'll say this again come April, but like QB is just always consistently drafted way too high. And I get it. It's the most, like it's arguably the most important position, but there are bad teams. Look at the jets. For example, that's a team that has a horrible quarterback situation. That's still yep. winning games, right? There are, teams you don't need a good quarterback. To don't win. need Patrick. You, Mahomes. you can make the argument that, okay, you need a Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, go down the list, right. Of those kind of guys to win a super bowl. I would disagree with that. I don't think you do, but you do need a B plus tier quarterback to win a Super Bowl, right? The guy I'll always look at is Eli Manning, right? It's like you need Eli Manning better than or great, like greater than or equal to Eli Manning to win a Super Bowl. And like not to knock on, there's probably worse quarterbacks who have won a Super Bowl, but that's just like the most modern. Trent Dilfer. That's the modern answer, though. You know what I'm getting at? Like you could go back, like, yeah. 
Exactly. Well, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna slander Nick Foles, but you understand, like you can find good. You can find like a Mike White. You can find these dudes that will run your system, play with confidence, and you'll be fine if you have the team around them. And that's where I, you know, I'm gonna piggyback off your point and looking at like the Jets, that roster. They just kept building on the roster with Darnold instead of literally wasting the second. I mean, people they could have had it second. Yeah, and they just completely burned it. A second round, like a second overall pick. I don't know the guys off the top of my head of who they could have gotten, but I know any one of those names would have made not only an immediate impact, would have made this team better than it is now, which a lot of people can concur that is not only a playoff team, they might be a sleeper because of that defense to make a somewhat decent run. And Probably in the conference their, championship they knocked out, but... Part of their massive success this year is because they finally didn't do that in a draft. Their draft last year was an A+. Plus. That's one of the best drafts uh-huh. I've ever seen. The moves yeah, they made. Sauce so Gardner it, was huge. Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Qu- uh, not Quinn Williams, the other guy, the, the, the D-lineman, I can't think of his name. But you get my point. Like, uh, yeah, they got, yeah. They got these other like positions that need, and now they're performing. Like, yes, they're performing well, which like they actually hit on draft picks for the first time in decades. But yeah. you get what I'm saying. And, and so I, I just think yeah. that quarterback is overvalued. But no, I 100% People agree. I think quarterbacks get way too much blame and also way too much credit. Like, yeah. that's just my – I think that's probably a story of time. But There are a few quarterbacks who deserve – that. you have to be in the MVP conversation to be blamed for losses and credited for wins. And really the guys I look at are Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson are the guys but I even, can think of right now. Look, like, I even look like their systems and – like the Chiefs are tailored around Patrick Mahomes, the Bills are tailored around. Yeah, Josh but Allen. Mahomes the Ravens this especially, year, Mahomes like, this year to me has proven like they have a worse defense. He lost his best receiver, and he's still in the MVP conversation. So it's like, right, you know. And then the Ravens ride or die with Lamar every single week. You can say what you want about their defense, but like, <laughs> right. if Lamar's not playing well, and then Josh Allen is the Bills rushing offense. That's it. Like they, yeah. they have nothing else. And so if Josh Allen's not going, not only is, if he's not throwing well, they're not throwing well at all. And then if he's not running well, they can't get anything else going. So the team rider dies, especially with the struggles of the secondary this year in Buffalo, team rider dies with Josh Allen. You could probably find somebody else. You could go back five years and say Aaron Rodgers. That's not the case this year, but but, but back a couple of years it was, the end of McCarthy and whatnot. Um, and it was ride or die with Aaron Rodgers. And so uh, I don't know. I Quarterbacks no, overvalued. You like you get those top five guys. People just don't realize how rare they are. And the franchise that keep like the franchises that keep trying to find them are the ones that never do. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like the chiefs didn't need to draft a quarterback, no. but they saw it and then they got it. Right. So they had their Alex Smith. They had their system guy. You could argue their their um, what, what, who's the best team. They're, they're Ryan Tannehill. I, I would argue Smith is probably a little bit better, but they're Ryan Tannehill manager, right? And they're like, oh, that, that prospect's really good. Nobody else is probably looking at him. Trade up, go get him, let him sit for a year. Look what happened. Right. So oh, I hear what you're saying. There's other examples of that. Look at Rodgers, right? Like the, the Packers. Oh, there's, bars, yeah. You don't on the right? list for years and years that I would have to agree with you that, I, yes, it helps that these guys that sit are usually in better situations. But you can't rush quarterbacks. And especially when you're after two or three years, you're just looking to move on. Like, all right, this this isn't it. You just chalk them up. I mean, even Geno Smith, like, bro, was a second round pick. 
yeah, maybe he shouldn't have been a first. I'm not really, you know, disagreeing with that. But then he came around years later. It's not that some of these guys come in and are not talented. It's just you see with Zach Wilson, he's got kind of the yips and he's not confident in himself anymore. Like sometimes it's just be a mental thing. Usually when yeah. you watch film on all these guys, they're there. Like you see the talent, you see him run, yeah, yeah. It's just the intangibles. How do they get in the NFL and how do they perform week to week throughout their preparation and whatnot? Um, and yeah. I think those habits start with sitting for a very long time. Um, well, but it doesn't nonetheless, need to be a long time, but like it's just like I would say, like a, a season. Like you understand how many meetings and practices, like that. No, I think me, a year, a, a whole a season. Year. Like you're getting a lot of experience. I don't agree with throwing dudes in the fire. I don't think it bodes well. Sometimes guys can come back from it, but what rookies come and like just lit the world on fire their first year? You can have some good seasons like Andrew Luck, or whatever, but they're not going to be at their peak form. Like that just doesn't no, I, happen. I agree, and I've always been a proponent of that. Like I don't know why, and I think people are coming around to it actually because more teams are doing it now. And this oh, idea yeah. of a transition quarterback, like look what the Steelers did this year. If they done the, if they had drafted Kenny Pickett three years ago, he would have never played. He would have never sat behind Mitch Trubisky, like at all. So sure, sure. I think that people are coming around to that idea because they're realizing, okay, like guys like Rodgers have seen success, Mahomes. Right. And, and, you know, there are some quarterbacks who have come in and lit it up, but like there's also some all time greats who were terrible. Uh, Peyton Manning was yeah. like three and 13 with a bunch of interceptions his first season. So it right. takes time and people don't realize that with quarterbacks. And it really irritates me with the short leash people give guys now. Like, look at, look, we were ready to write off fields at the start of the year. And I'll own up to that. I was. Look at them now. Right. So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. We're kind of going in circles. So we can. We can pivot. Oh, yeah. We can pivot away from the QBs, you know. But, yeah. Look at some picks. Um, All that from. I had a better uh, or worse for a Q. It, it was it was me, Kyler Murray, but I feel oh, like we I might need so to, much I might, about. I might need to do that. I'm not going to lie. Real quick. Yeah. Speed, yeah. speed run okay. better or worse, Kyler Murray. Speed so run better or worse, Ryan Tannehill. Oh, gosh. Worse, actually. <laughs> what what yeah, am I? Yeah, yeah worse. Okay. Talk about locker yeah. room cancer. Like Ryan Tannehill was loved by his teammates, and they win games. He does his job. Oh yeah, complete opposite. It was more of game manager versus talent. So good to see. Um, better or worse than Russell Wilson? Better. <laughs> I, it's going to take a lot for me to say better than Russell Wilson or worse than yeah, Russell Wilson. Man, right we, we yeah, he's he's at the pit. He's in the doghouse, and um, I, I don't think he's coming back. Man, he's laying the foundation for the next the next person who comes in. He's he's hoping for a roommate. Yeah, hey, no, he's, that's, that's he, he signed too fair. long of a lease in my doghouse. That is very he's, fair. he's stuck. Um, Derek Carr better or worse than Kyler Murray. Uh, currently, currently, this might get some. Time. This might get some. But I have to go worse. Kyler right now is horrible. Like, mm. uh, say what you want about like he puts up numbers, but it's so like it's like LeBron right now, or LeBron last year. Maybe it's a better example, just in the sense of like putting up numbers and the team is horrible. Like, yeah, Jason Kareem, but like I don't know. I, Carr's just as bad this year, so hey, this is really. I mean, you could flip that coin for me, honestly, the more I think about it. But I'll <laughs> lean car based off personal preference, honestly. That's about it. Mm. Kyler Murray or Jacoby Brissett? 
Oh, you're gonna hate me for this, but I'm definitely taking Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna be, I said it left my mouth. I'm like, he's probably taking Jacoby. And you're like, you know what though? In terms of this season, prove me wrong. Oh yeah, talk to I me last Kyle Murray year. On the- I actually really liked Kyle last year, but he's literally lost the locker room. Like, there's so much stuff coming out now about this guy just being a complete cancer, and it's like, man, yeah, we hate on Cliff Kingsbury, rightfully so, but like, man, dude, this. Because it's Kingsbury's job to manage this guy's personality, but he's just an idiot. Like the stuff that's coming out with hard knocks. And just, Dude, nobody yeah, likes hard him. Knocks is, nobody likes they, this guy. I, my biggest takeaways from hard knocks is one is Kingsbury's got to be the most like basic, bland, like, you know, hey, let's go, guys. You'll get him next week. Like, just kind of seems so oblivious to like what's going on. And then, yeah, Kyler Murray, you see in spurts, but like, when we see him, it's, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, who's been a vet for a long time, yelling at him, get me the ball. Like, and rightfully so. Like, it's DeAndre Hopkins, and you have plenty of weapons on that team. Um, no, I, I'm with you. Um, so, we'll, we'll stay on the Cardinals track. Better or worse than Colt McCoy. Okay, he's better than Colt McCoy. Okay. Yeah, nah, nah. We found the line. We found the line. Yeah, yeah. It takes a bit, but, you know, we can draw a line. We can draw a line. Okay. Um, yeah, no, no, no. That's too easy. I'll say Justin Fields, but like I we know that Justin Fields this year and maybe even going forward's probably got a brighter future. Jared Goff. He's better than Jared Goff, just on playmaking ability. Uh look, I like mm-hmm. Goff. He he's very respectable. He went to the Super Bowl, all that stuff, and what he's done in Detroit is is admirable. Um but yeah, Kyler. It's at some point playmaking ability needs to come. Good in. word. That's a really good word. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give my my last uh, last one for this one. We'll go with Trevor Lawrence. You know, two number one no, picks. Um, Keep it in the one consistency. You know how I feel totally, about Trevor yeah, Lawrence. I know how you feel about Steve. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Yeah, that's all I really had. You know, um, last so. week for Trevor Lawrence, that was a great week. You know. So are we, are we basically from what I'm gathering is you don't feel Kyler Murray is like a top 15 quarterback? No, he's right around there. Uh, the guys Maybe I I'd, wouldn't – the guys I Top 20 makes Kyler more sense. Murray, honestly, Brissett's probably a stretch, but um, – I'd have to check the numbers, man. I actually don't know how much of a stretch that is. Like if you put That's Kyler Murray question. on the Browns, put him on the Browns and see what happens. I That's don't know question. if you get much different results. Probably worse. Because it's Cleveland, but right. Uh, the guys that I definitely would not take before Kyler Murray, Zach Wilson, Mike White, <laughs> yeah, whoever fringe, starters, and, like yeah, I mean, Davis Mills, French. Right. Starter, when we get so. that low, then you really are asking questions to a guy that got handed. I think like a look, four year. It, you guys, you know, you know my ammo. One million dollar deal. You know my ammo. If you're a locker room cancer dude, get out of here. Like, I don't. I don't care who yeah. you are. I don't care how good you are. That applies to my logic when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, who's. Definitely less of a cancer than Kyler Murray, but you know it's not. Kyler, I've gone full (laughs) care on Kyler because I actually really liked him last year. Before I started to realize nobody on his team likes him, and that's why they suck. That's why they always lose, and it's just like that. Clearly, is the problem in Arizona to me. It's Kingsbury and Murray, and the rest of the team is actually constructed fairly decently, but management doesn't know what to do because they think they got their guy and I just don't Kyler Murray is like 
and I know he's probably listening to this. Kyler Murray, Luke, this is for you. Kyler Murray is like the James Harden of the NFL. He's really oh, okay, that's a bit strong. No, he's really that is to a watch, but he's never going to win a championship. Yeah, from that takeaway, sure. But in terms of like what they've accomplished in their respect, that we oh yeah, Harden is definitely better. <laughs> like, like yeah, is like, better, but Kyler Murray, I think, would love to have a career where like he's ringless but has a lot of talent, like a Michael Vick as career would be like his, you know, highlight. I mean, oh, minus you know, the whole on the field. I'm not giving him that. that's what I mean. Like, it's the fact we're kind of making this comparison, like fringe guys. The Cardinals handed this dude a lot of money, so going forward. Kyler is a guy I could see getting a shot somewhere else. Unlike Zach Wilson, I could see Kyler, like, he's at least got enough tape on the field where it's like, oh, if we can manage his personality, like, it'd be great. He brings a lot to the table. Right, right. Um, But kind of the Deshaun Watson logic with that one, but except he's not as good as as he was, so. Yeah, and again, the off the field stuff. Locker room is bad, but completely off the field. It's uh, suspect, but no, no, that was a. Good little exercise. That was fun. Um, We can get into our predictions. Yeah, let's roll. Let's roll into week 13 here. Um, Mm. Starting with tonight, Bills in New England. I'm taking Buffalo. Going with the opposite. Wow. And I actually was thinking about this today. Uh, There's a reasoning behind that Ramondre Stevenson pick. And uh, here is why Buffalo, as of late, I'm not going to say it's tailed off because they're still doing just fine. But the uh, Thanksgiving Lions thing, I mean, and coulda, shoulda, woulda, Lions were close. I just think the Patriots are, I'm not going to have like a statement game, but they're going to win. And I think people are going to, it's going to be just like last year where the Patriots are game back. And well, Mac Jones has been stringing together a couple of good games here. He had a great, the best of his actually great week. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. like. People are kind of ignoring that. I mean, the Vikings beat Buffalo and the Patriots were close like Buffalo was. So I, I know this game's going to be close. And I understand a lot of people are going to you know, pick the favorite in Buffalo. But being in New England and with Bill Belichick just always having something up his sleeve, I'll uh, side with Bill on this one. All right. I, I see the vision. I, I do see the vision based off of yeah. Mac Jones being good and the Bill secondary being bad. I, I see the vision. I'm being optimistic here. I am. And it's in New England. Um, okay, so this one I, I'm actually on the fence with here, surprisingly. Um, There's some good games this week. Because I did say, well, no, we're starting with, we're starting with Bears-Packers. Uh, I, I did say mm. that I will not pick the Packers again for the rest of the year. Go check the receipts. I said, except against the Bears. No. Now, yeah, that's... I don't know what to do because I, I, I kind of like picking against the Packers because then if the Packers win, the Packers win. If they lose... I got my pick right. It's a very good, like, give or take. Um, but considering I kind of want the Packers, hear me crazy here, uh, they might, it might be best to lose this game, especially if Rodgers is starting, because uh, it's becoming very apparent to me that Rodgers is literally doing anything, playing through any injury possible to prevent Jordan Love from getting on the field, because I think that he knows that Love is actually not that bad. And we had this discussion last week. But uh, Rodgers is, what, $60 million next year? Like, he's definitely going to play for the Packers unless they just take the dead cap, which at this point I might as yeah, well just. That's, that's the only pushback is he's going to make that money next year whether he plays or not. Yeah. So You know what I mean? Like, 
he's not going to retire is what I guess we're both agreeing on, right? He signed this massive now, If he extension. did, he'd do us a favor. He really would. He's not going to do that. In terms of capital relief, jeez. But, um, yeah, I think I'm just going to stick with the trend here. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Bears. That that really hurts, but uh, mm. I really hate my own team. So, jeez, man, yeah, I'm the Bears. Yeah, if you ever see me picking the Bears, I don't know, we get probably shot by a couple of family members. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna take the Packers with confidence. The Bears, Rogers owns he owns Chicago. Oh, so. he does too. But and I hope we win, but. I actually don't hope we win because I want to hire. Drake. I hope we win and he gets That's pulled right next week. I hope the Vikings clinch the division and then we realize there's nothing to play for. There is nothing to play for week. anymore. That's so stupid. Other than oh no, I agree. God. It's just mathematically, you know, it's whatever. 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 Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, all right, we'll move on. Steelers Falcons. Mm. So you see where you go here in Atlanta. I'm riding with the Steelers, man. Interesting. I'm not going to say their win was impressive against the Colts, but. I think winning, you know, it's going to start something for them. And I, I, I just, with certain coaches like Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid's up there, I just I just like going with them sometimes. And uh, I have to agree. You know, I have, I, I have Pittsburgh as well. Uh, oh, interesting. Is it in Atlanta too? Yeah. I just think oh, that Atlanta okay. is not going to be able to run the ball against their front. The Steelers have been a better team since TJ Watt came back. And uh, if the Falcons need to start to throw the ball, it's over. So that's kind of where my head's at, right? Like that's yeah, that pass assessment. rush, no, no shot. So yeah, that takes us to a very, very interesting matchup. Very, very interesting matchup. The also debated Jets, as we previously talked about in Minnesota. Mm. And I'll go first. After Minnesota's uh, embarrassing loss to Dallas and then comeback victory last week against where the offense looked incredible against the Bill Belichick-led Patriots. Uh, most would just not bat an eye. They take Minnesota, the 9-2 and two team. Not I. Good defense. Wow. Uh, farewell against Minnesota. And uh, look, we trusted in Sauce Gardner. They're nothing without Justin Jefferson. That offense runs through that guy. And uh, yes, I know it's a 1 o'clock game. We have the battle of Mike White versus noon Kirk Cousins. But um, I'm rolling with the Jets. This is my upset pick. It's got an upset pick. You know, and uh, I would say Mike White versus 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins is one of the better matchups since Brady and Manning. Um, but <laughs> but it's also, maybe. yeah, all serious. Very rarely um, are we are we gifted with such a great opportunity. Yeah, it's gonna bless my eyes this weekend. You know, it's flipping back and forth between that and Packers. But I'm gonna roll with the Vikings. Um, just gonna play it safe here. I, I understand where you're coming from. I actually do think this is a uh, very dangerous game for the Vikings in terms of yes, they got Sauce Gardner, yes, they got the defense. But I'm just kind of hoping they figure something out. Maybe kind of soften them up with the run. They got feeling like they got talk. They got other guys to go to. Um, and I didn't take Justin Jefferson for my fantasy frenzy this week. So, yeah, I'm going to be honest. That plays a lot into it, too. Uh, I'm just going to double down on that and go with the Vikings. 
Jacksonville in Detroit. I'm very interested to see where you go here. Wow. If you want, I can go first. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty set. Yeah, I'll yeah, where is your head at? So I know I picked Christian Kirk. Um, but that doesn't mean I think the Jaguars are gonna win this game. Detroit has now hung in not only with I mean, they have hung in with basically the league's best multiple times. Uh, and I just, mm-hmm. they're just a good team, man. And the Jaguars, I know they're coming off one of their best games of the year. And I could live to regret this. Maybe Lawrence turns the page uh, and just starts consistently looking like he did last week, right? Um, yeah. But I think it's Detroit, man. This is, this is, this was a coin toss for me, but I kind of talked myself into Detroit. And uh, I got the home team. Wow. I think Detroit, they care more about this end of the season victory. And uh, yeah, Detroit. <sighs> Gonna have to go the other way. Yeah, I figured. And uh, that might be biased from the clips I saw, like a montage on Twitter of Trevor Lawrence just dicing up the Ravens in the fourth quarter. And to my own fault of like, I completely... Had I didn't think he's a boss, but I was like, well, he's not playing really well. He's not he's starting to really turn that corner. He's and, just inconsistent uh, right now. That's what it is. Yeah, but oh man, the consistency at that stage against the Ravens. I understand they're at home, but like it was clutch, man. And what the Lions really are not this year is clutch. They can get wins, but they are not winning things in the fourth quarter. And I'm in a fourth quarter battle, you only pick between Trevor Lawrence and Jared Goff. I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence every time, um, no matter the well weapons, said. no matter who's around him. So I'm going to go with the Jags, but it doesn't shock me if Detroit wins here. I mean, they were on a little run before the Bills game. They almost got that too. So, yeah, great matchup. Here's another great matchup, and you've uh, I've already alluded to it, so I'll go first. Uh, Tennessee is going into Philadelphia. I picked Derrick Henry pretty high. I think you know how I feel. I'm taking mm. the Titans to win this one. I don't think Philly's rushing defense can handle. Uh, this will be one of the best teams that Philly's faced yet. So I will just pay back off your AJ Brown pick and ultimately just for the revenge game factor. Um, yeah, Philly at home, I think definitely helps that too. And, you know, as of late, I mean, Derrick Henry is good. He still has his plays and whatever, but if they can just key in on Derrick Henry. I think the Eagles could figure it out. Um, like, again, that's what said, everybody says, man. Great, yeah, this is a great game, too. In fact, it's at noon is, like, kind of a crime. We have a lot of, like, extremely good noon games, which I don't have, you know, four or five sets of eyes. I can't <laughs> watch all these. I wish hey, I man. could. That's what, um, that's what I know, red for. zone, but even, like, game flow, I do kind of like seeing, you know, some, how this progresses and one of these just by odds are going to be lower scoring. Uh, but, yeah, I'll go with the Eagles. I'm going to ride with the favorite. Like wow. the Titans, though. They're a we good have, team, too. We have only picked the Steelers together so far. That really speaks on how this week is. Though. Yeah. There is a yeah. lot of uh, – you'd like to think that as the season goes on, you figure teams out, which we're starting to. But this yeah. is a week where, like, every single matchup is going to go down on the wire, in my opinion. Yeah. I guess too, like last week, you know, we, I went ten and six. You went eleven and five, and you know we were under five hundred for the longest time. And now, you know, we're both sitting at one hundred two and seventy eight. So we're both, you know, oh, wow. well yeah, we're over. starting to figure this out. Yeah, we're both trending well. So your point towards figuring teams out is, is definitely true. 
Um, Browns at Texans, revenge game for Deshaun Watson. First oh, game back. Oh, man. I'm taking Cleveland. I'm not picking the Texans to win a game. Ever. It would be so poetic if the Texans won. But they, they, the Kyle Allen move, like, I, I just can't. Until I see some sign of life, I can't pick this team. I want to so bad. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Browns. All right. All right. It's, yeah, you can't pick. I said this <laughs> last week. You can't take Texas. No. They're in the no-pick list. I said this last week. Uh, I think the Giants are going to get last in the NFC East. And this is the first matchup between the two teams that we were talking about. The Commanders are going into New York. Uh, I'm taking the commies. I am confident in my Mm. pick, and I'm very interested to see where you go. I am confident in Graham, you know, game winner. I I really, again, so many of these matches, I I can't even be honest with you guys. Be like, I know this is where I think the game's going to go. I have no clue how this one's going to (laughs) go. Both, I would say, subpar, subpar offenses, pretty good defenses. Saquon Barkley is going to be a factor. But, you know, Ron Fair is a good coach. And, you know, Brian Dable has been as well. I, I think this is going to be a very good game this week. Oh, man, this could go anyway. Go with the All Giants, right. though. Go with the Giants. All right. I have one I think we'll agree on. Uh, Denver in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Move All right. <laughs> we'll pick both one. All right. How about this one, though? This one's interesting. Dolphins are going into San Francisco. Yeah, a lot of people are saying early Super Bowl preview. Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins for this reason. I think they run a creative enough offense to not necessarily destroy the 49ers because that defense, like, there's not going to be able to – but I think they'll make enough plays to win. And Mike McDaniel was in San Fran under Shanahan. So whether people want to acknowledge it or not, he definitely has some sort of inside knowledge. He's a very bright guy. I'm assuming you retained a good amount of it. And I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Um, I understand 49ers are at home and they got McCaffrey, but – as good as they've been, they've been like blowing teams out. Like they've been winning consistently, but they like the Chargers. They keep it close, so yeah. I, I like the Dolphins here. I I, I do I do see the vision. I'm, I'm close to fifty fifty here, but I'm going to lean with the defense. Man, the better defense is definitely San Francisco. Um, no and, and the way to beat that offense is to be able to rush for and get home, and uh, you know. Don't let them over the top. So I, I and then pair that with you know Garoppolo's playing really well, McCaffrey, uh, and the home field advantage, and the fact that you put picked Miami. Uh, I'll take San Francisco. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah. No, Here's another one enough. we'll agree on though. Seahawks going into LA, play the Rams. Yeah, I guess it's not like Rams have home field advantage. And did Seattle lose last week? Yeah, they lost to the Raiders in overtime. See, I don't see them losing too straight, especially a team like the Rams. Yeah, I figured. I figured. Uh, good for that. Here's a here's an interesting one. A battle of some really bad head coaches. Chargers at Raiders. So this, yeah, this one uh, I picked against Brandon Staley last week, and I'm going to do it again. Wow. Uh, the Raiders, I think, finally figured out their offense, and that's – just give it to your best guys. Don't make Josh McDaniels think or really play call. 
Um, and yeah, I just think the Raiders and it's typical. I think the Chargers are like six and five. It's typical for them to drop this and get to five hundred. I think the Chargers need this win uh, more than the Raiders. Oh, they do. always need a win. <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. But They'll just get uh, it next week when they really need a win. But no, I'll hear you. I think they need the win more. And Keenan Allen is healthy finally. As as we'll see how long that lasts. But Eckler's been rolling, and, and you know that's what they do. Did the Chargers win last week? I don't even remember. I might change my pick here. They won by one. They oh yeah, they beat the Cardinals. Point conversion against the Cardinals. Five. They might lose. Um, well, I'll stick with my pick. I'll stick with the Chargers. Um, 50-50 game. I hate Josh McDaniels. So, as much as I hate him, you know, as much as I hate Brandon Staley, I hate him just a little bit less than I hate Josh McDaniels. So, now, this one, this one, I, I, this is a true 50-50. I could flip a coin and not care which side it landed on because – I don't know why this isn't Sunday night. I don't. It's just, I, I really don't. But uh, Chiefs in Cincinnati, criminal. Yeah, and uh, Chiefs. I, I know Bengals. Wow. But I'm rolling with what is now going to become my. I had them in the Super Bowl. I think they're probably going to win it. Um, rolling with Patrick Mahomes, and again, fantasy frenzy. Uh, that uh, definitely leans that way as well. Man, I'm really tempted to go different here. I have the Chiefs written down, but I put an asterisk next to it to see what you did first. Um, yeah. Where is it in? Is it in Cincy? It's in Cincy. Yeah, you know what, man? I, I don't have There's a problem. The home field. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem rolling with Joe Burrow in a big game, man. Same thing for Mahomes, but I think this is a toss-up. I, I think the yeah. Chiefs are a better team, but Joe Burrow's 2-0 against Mahomes, so that, Never know, man. It's close. It's really close. All right. Last game of the afternoon window, Colts at Cowboys. I have the Cowboys. Oh, I can't pick the Colts. Oh, wow. I can't pick the yeah, Colts. Yeah, the streak finally ends. And, yeah, based on my defense pick, Cowboys should roll. Yeah. Uh, then Sunday night, Saints at Buccaneers. Tom Brady going to New Orleans – or going mm. – playing at home against New Orleans. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I just don't see Tom Brady losing in prime time to Andy Dalton, so I'm picking the Bucks. Yeah, it is. You know, as many games as Tom Brady struggled against Saints and Dennis Allen as you know a court defense coordinator now head coach, I'm going to agree with you that I just don't. Uh, Buccaneers going. I think they'd fall to like five and seven at this point. I just don't see that yeah. happening. I have to agree, don't. especially against the Saints. They really got to get this done. So out of 14 games, 15 games, sorry, we have 11 different picks. That's fantastic. We're That's insane. Different records. And we're tied out. going into the week, too. So this so is, gonna, yeah, this, this could decide this is, the season. Oh, wow. This, could, this, is this could decide the season. It's going to be hard to claw back if somebody falls way behind here. Um, yeah. Very, very interesting. So I'm excited rolling in tonight for Buffalo. Um, keep my Thursday night football dominance going. Was there no Monday night? No Monday night game? Uh, you know what? Colts Cowboys might be that. Let me pull this up. Really? What two teams are on by? Because we said 15 matchups. I double-checked this too, and uh, there wasn't 
No kidding. Oh, yeah. Colts Cowboys is Sunday night, and Saints Box is is Monday. Is Monday. So I missed both. Okay. Well, no, that's all good. I just wanted to double check, make sure we missed anybody. Okay. Yeah. So to close out, uh, we we debuted this on on Tuesday for NBA Tuesday, but we're going to carry it over to uh, NFL. And we're, I, I guess, we're a little short on time. So we want to go one each for who he played for. So for those of you who missed on Tuesday, we basically go through a player's. Uh, teams that they play for. Um, maybe we list the year they drafted, unless it gives it away, that sort of thing. And then you have to guess based on their uh, their journey of the teams they play for. So yeah, I've yeah, got a couple guys like down here. So depending on how fast it goes, um, we'll do no more than three. But uh, would you like to go first? Yeah, yeah, we can we can start it off. Um... This guy was drafted by the Patriots. All right. He uh, spent some time with the Colts for a bit. And he went to the Dolphins. And then he went to the Browns. And I would like to hear who you think that would be. Currently with the Browns. Currently plays with the Browns. Oh, gosh. You're with the Patriots, many with the Colts, now you're with the Dolphins, and now currently on the Browns. Wow. This is I don't think we should get positions because I I think positions would really narrow it down and give it away, especially given our football now. Positions would give it away. What year was he drafted? Um, He's drafted in 2016. 2016. Relatively young. It's been a year with the Patriots, and he went to the Colts. Colts for four seasons. And Dolphins and Browns. Last year he was with the Dolphins. Last year he was with the Dolphins. So it's not, man. Current Browns, but does he? He starts. I'm assuming. I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh. Was Jacoby Brissett in Miami last year? He was in Miami last year. Oh, yeah. I finally Jacoby got Brissett. one right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. I, I won't ask that I question. I thought saying he was young might throw you off a bit because he's like sort of, kind of sort of young. But I won't ask that question again if he starts because that, that, that did kind of give it away. Yeah, especially yeah. with quarterbacks, especially. Uh, but Okay. So this guy, and it, it, this was hard for me. To find guys that, uh, so some I have some guys on the list, and I'll, I'll say this if it's them. Basically, they played last year and they're free agent this year, or like I cut it off at last year because I, you're an encyclopedia, and I have to make this difficult. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't just go grab. A guy. I can't just go grab a guy. And be like, oh, there's no way he's gonna get it. And then you're gonna get it. So I have to actually like go deep into the into the resume. Yeah. But uh, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 So this guy, uh, he's a current free agent. He did not announce retirements, um, but he has not signed the team this year. Um, Mm -hmm. He was drafted by New Orleans. Okay. He then spent some time with Seattle and then went to Green Bay. And last year, he was a member of the Chicago Bears. Wow. He's in New Orleans. And then when you want, I can give you the draft year. The year would be great, yeah. Drafted in 2010. So he played an 11-year career. Oh, it's Jimmy Graham. 
gosh, dude, I can't do this anymore. I'm not giving you any hints. I thought I had you on the ropes. You know, the worst part was I was like, I think it's a tight end. Not even knowing the draft year. But once you said 2010, I was like, ah, okay. Okay. I, I had some weird names going through my head, like Martellus Bennett. But then I was like, you didn't play for Seattle or really New Orleans. Wow. Okay. That's crazy. That's a good one. That, yeah, we'll have to bring some some interesting ones to the table next week. We can, you know what? Let's uh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's go until somebody. Oh, you gets, got another one. I got another. one. Do you not have another one? I don't. I don't. Okay, I got another one for you. I got another one for you. I'll save it. Let's be the last guy then. Okay. Okay. Um, who do I want to pick here? <laughs> All right, let's let, let's test your knowledge of uh, your favorite team. Okay, so this guy was drafted by Green Bay, and I am not giving here because it was Green Bay. So uh, he's drafted yeah, by yeah, Green Bay. Uh, he then was, he then went to Washington. Uh, then he spent some time with the Bears, and then last year he appeared in two games for the Raiders and is not currently on a team. Wait, so he went from the Packers to the Commanders. Did I hear that right? Yes. And then the Bears. And then two games with the Raiders. Now he's out of the league. Who in the world do we send that? <laughs> if you guys can't hear, he's totally, he's totally, you can hear the ears spinning. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is churning right now because especially Bears players. Oh my gosh! Is it Ha Ha Clinton Dix? Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> you had no chance. Whoa! <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, because I was like, I, there's people like Equinemia St. Brown came to mind right away and saw her the Packers Bears. So I'm like, man, I did not remember him going to Washington or Vegas. When I looked it up, I don't remember the Vegas at all. Oh, yeah. I, also, I forgot to say this. He didn't have a team in 2020. He was with the Bears in 2019, didn't play in 2020, and then signed for two games with the Raiders last year. And is still out of the league. And now he's not on the team. I'm sure he won't play again. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Noted. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's That's so dumb. I. This is so hard. Because I, it's like, oh, I think of NFL journeyman. Oh, I can't give him Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's gonna get that right okay, away. Okay, no, I, I will give you though. If you give me a team that, like, if they didn't play for the pack, like that would have been hard. If he, I didn't like have knowledge of the dude, you, you know. And, and we'll, we'll try and keep it relatively. Like, we're not gonna bring it like Byron Pringle or some like random name, you know. Um, oh, no, I, but, there, there's all bets are off for you at this point. I'm, for I'll, me, yeah, I will do enough. whatever. I'll try and keep it respectable. I will do whatever it takes <laughs> to stump you on <laughs> one of these days, man. This is insane. But, no, yeah. uh, one of these days will happen, no doubt. Is, especially oh, with got, I, I, I was this close today. I just picked two Packers players. That was my mistake. Yeah, so, yeah. I will. I will get Darius you. Shepherd. Darius Shepherd. You're not going to get me on Darius Shepherd. No, I was saying Packers any, players. That, that's a you know I'll get any NDSU point. player. Um, yeah, I'll get those guys. But uh, all right, thanks again, guys, for listening. As always, make sure to check us out on uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, share the show with your friends. Um, 
and recommend any uh, any new segments. Tell us how you feel about who he played for. If you like who he played for better, uh, feel free to slander Zach Wilson in the comment section. Um, you know, <laughs> take it easy. He's having a rough go, but uh, yeah, and no no shame if you slander Russ either. Either one of them. But uh, oh, yeah, you guys bro, know the drill. Um, be sure to share this with your friends. We'll be back on uh, Sunday for our Week 13 reactions. So, uh, as always, thanks for listening, and I'll pass it to Chen for any closing thoughts. No, yeah, we'll just enjoy the game tonight. Uh, a lot of good games going on this weekend, so if you're not busy, if you are, try and tune in, at least keep score checks. I mean, there's This is the a most lot excited of... I've been in a while. I would agree. There's a really good Sunday slate, a lot of playoff implications in terms of records and seeding and whatnot, so Tune in this week if you can, and we'll be recapping it that same day, given, you know, some unforeseen uh, meteor strike or something. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's yeah. it a pleasure to keep recording these, and uh, thank you yeah. all for listening. We'll uh, kind of sign off here, close things out, and keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Catch you guys on Sunday. Take care.